بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله عليه وسلامه على مبعوث عليه وعلى آله وأهله أجمعين أما بعد إن شاء الله this is a continuation of the class that was delivered by our teacher, Ustaz Muhammad Tim. And we are going to carry on from what he was teaching. But this lesson will be slightly different to what you are used to. I'll explain to you what I want in the beginning of the lesson and what I expect, so that inshallah it makes it easy for us to understand the lesson. First of all, inshallah, we won't be discussing anything that's new. What we'll go through today is almost like a revision of everything you've already heard if you've watched or if, if you have been in the classes from the very beginning. Put your hand up if you've been, in, you've been in here from the very beginning. Anybody else? From the very beginning. Okay, halfway, halfway. Who's been here for the last month, last three, four weeks? Yeah. MashaAllah, okay, a good number of you. So inshaAllah what we'll do is we'll discuss a hadith of the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam that will help you understand what you've missed, the fundamental parts that you've missed. Duty, come forward, come forward, both of you come forward. Guys, come forward, come forward, come forward, you as well, you as well, come forward, yeah, come forward. Like for you guys to be close. Sit down. And I want from you is that I want you to be honest with me. If you don't understand something or something's not clear, put your hands up and say, I don't understand. Can you explain it to me again? Can you word it differently? And inshallah, we can do that. And as for me, I love to ask questions. And I don't expect you to know everything. And it's not anything you should be ashamed if you don't know, or you should be embarrassed or shy about it. It doesn't matter. You're here to learn. So am I. Not so long ago, I was where you are. Now, Allahumusta'an, I have to sit here and I have to teach. So inshallah, what I expect from you is that you are completely honest and you stop me where you need to, to be something for you to be explained, okay? I want you to be comfortable. And during the lesson, whoever answers a question and earns a point, I have some lollipops here that inshallah you'll be rewarded with. But however, you can't eat it at the masjid. And whoever has any allergic reactions, we have two doctors at the back. Please do not feel shy to consult them and inshallah they can uh, make the matters a little bit easy for us as well. You had your hand up, Abdul Salam. What is it? I, I can't hear you. You have to speak up. Everybody has to speak up. Yes. Okay. 
That's a good question. We'll get to this, inshallah. But we're going to be doing a, a hadith, one hadith, that's almost summarization of everything you've done. So everything you've done, it's going to be summarized in one hadith. And this hadith is the fundamental of the religion. It's what you need. For this, if you get this right, inshallah, you will go to Jannah. And if you get this wrong, then you're in a very dangerous position. Go ahead. Um, if you like, if you get an answer correct, do you get a lollipop? That's correct. You will get a lollipop, but you have to earn it. Okay? And I want you to answer, and I want you to try, and I want you to make mistakes. It doesn't matter. We're here to learn. Okay? No one is going to be left today without being asked a question. If you try to shy away, I'm going to pick you. Okay, so you can't escape. All right? That includes you as well. Barakallahu feekum. Before we begin, I want to ask, what did we do last week? What, what, what were you learning last week? Hands up, hands up, hands up. Everyone who was here last week, hands up, hands up. Isa, what did you learn last week? Loud voice. Not quite, not quite, not quite. Good try. Come on. Henner, keep your hands up. Henner. Okay. What is it called? What is it called? Try. Try. What is it called? What is it called? Huh? Tell I see. What is he saying? No, 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 okay, <laughs> Allahu Akbar is the beginning of the prayer, but no, come on, one more, one more try before I come to the, uh, come to the normal, or the students that are, okay, the girls, yes, the intention, is that what you're going to say? They can have a lollipop, inshallah, <laughs> we can't give it to them, we'll give it to them at the end. So last week we did about our intention. What did he say about your intention? What, was, what did he discuss? So tell me as if you're teaching me. What did he say, Abdul Salam? Let's speak up, Abdul Salam. Okay. So what he said was he said that like when you're, when you're playing and your mind is all over the place if, and you don't, like, you're not thinking about the prayer, you're not doing anything like a robot. Okay, so like, it's not the answer I'm looking for. But you're, okay, the girls? Okay, I know, I know that's the hadith, but what does it mean? What does it mean? Uh, if you don't do the intention right, there's no point in the prayer. If you're doing intention for the prayer, there's a difference between no intention and an intention. Because if you do the intention... Okay, close, close. You're very close. Mubin, Mubin. I'm going to come to you, Yusuf. Add on, add on to that. Huh? You ha you've been had you had your hands up all the way. Come on, Yusuf, last one. Okay, so Yusuf said and Yahya said, you have to have your intention before you do anything. That's close. That's close. But I want to ask you something. Now all of you know this. When I'm doing my prayer, 
what should my intention be? Or, or I should say, who should, who should I be praying for? Or everybody should have their hands up. Who should I be praying for? Huh? Who should I be praying for? Who should I be praying for? Huh? Who should I be praying for? Who should I be praying for? Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that was what we discussed, or that what you discussed with Muhammad Tim. Drink with your right hand. Drink with your right hand. Change your hand. That's it. Drink with your right hand. Again, again, mistakes in here are not mistakes. We're here to learn. We're here to learn. All of us. So last week you discussed the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the principle that we have in Islam, Innamal bin niyat. Your actions are according to your intention. And the hadith that we want to speak about today, it will encompass this. It, what does encompass mean? Now it's becoming an English lesson. Yes. Okay, what does encompass mean? <laughs> it will cover, that's a good word for it. Okay, they can have another lolly. So far the girls have earned two and you guys have not earned anything. So it will cover this and it will cover everything else that you've missed if you haven't been in the lessons. Okay, can you keep reminding me every 10 minutes so that we don't prolong the lesson too long? So the hadith that we're going to speak about is the narration by the Sahabi radiallahu anhu. It is the narration of Abdullah, the son of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhuma. We already discussed who is Umar ibn Khattab. In one line, I want someone to tell me who was Umar ibn Khattab. Who is Umar ibn Khattab? Anas. Okay. And? And the Khalifa. Our first prize winner today is Anas. <laughs> Forgive me. We'll open it later, Anas, inshallah, and then you can have fun. So this is the narration that is narrated from Abdullah, who is the son of Umar, who's also, they are both a companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He says, I heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam say, Bunyal islamu ala khams. Islam is built upon five things. So if you get meaning, if you get these five things correctly, your Islam is correct. If you do them correctly, the way that Allah wants you to do them, by the permission of Allah, you will have Jannah. Can somebody help me out? What are these five things? Girls as well. First thing from these five things and the most important of them. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. The, uh, yes. Shahada. Yes. Aji, two. Uh, so? That's one of five, but not the first one. Abdul Salam. What is Shahada? Uh, what is Shahada? Explain to me. So Shahada is accepting that there's no God but Allah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his message. Okay, that's a part of it. That's 80, 90%. What, what does it mean? It, it, slightly, just add on something. Yusuf. Uh, so Shahada is accepting that there's no God but Allah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his message. 
What does shahada mean? Huh? I can't hear Yusuf, honestly. Ninety percent, the same answer. Give me something different. Again, not complete, but very close. Come, Mubin. Huh? Okay, no, <laughs> no. So, Mashallah. Okay, look, you've got the idea. You've got most of it correct, but Inshallah, we'll discuss what does it mean. Before we, before we discuss shahada, we need to discuss Islam. Because the Prophet said, Islam is built upon five things. But what does Islam mean? What does it mean to be a Muslim? What does Islam mean? What does Islam mean, Abdurrahman, the girls? What does Islam mean? Quickly, straight away. Okay, so what the um, meaning of Islam means is peace. No. Yes. Yes, but not the answer that I'm looking for. Come on, what does it mean? What does Islam mean? Yes, but not the word that I'm looking for. The girls already said it. I just want you to say the same thing. What, what does Islam mean? Not quite there. Vale, go on. Okay. The, the girls already said, Danny, you're the last one. Huh? Submission. Submission. Submission to who? Submission to who? Everybody, all of you should have your hands up. Who, what the submi who submission to who? Not you. You. Allah. What about you? Submission to who? You, yes. No, no, <laughs> the one with the red and white. Yes, him. What's your name? What's your name? Young man, what's your name? No, not you, Isa. Not you, Isa. The one next to you. Okay, no problem. We'll come back to you. Submission to who? Yes. You, young, you young man. Yes. Huh? What, you, next to him. Next to him. MashaAllah. To who? Allah. To who? Young man, you at the end. Allah. Submission to Allah. Submission to Allah. I don't want to make things too difficult. So we'll try to explain what does submission to Allah means. In, in, a, in a nutshell, to make it easy, submission to Allah means that you believe and you admit that Allah is your Lord and that Allah created you and that Allah has given you life and Allah knows what is good for you and you need to follow his commandments and what Allah tells you to do and believe that you're going to die and be resurrected and be judged and you will stand in front of Allah. That's a big description of it. But that's what submission means as a complete in its entirety, in every way. Can you guys do me a favor? Come here. Two of you? Yes. Both of you? Mashallah, big guys. Come here. Behind the camera, inshallah. So this is submission. 
and we said Islam is submission. Now, we said the first thing is Shahada. What does Shahada mean to the girls? What does Shahada mean? I don't want a translation. I want you to explain to me what Shahada means. Gone. No, <laughs> no. What does it mean? Have they got an answer? No. Go on. Yeah, but I'm not asking, I'm, I don't want a translation. I want you to explain to me what the shahada means. How do I testify something? How do I bear witness to something? Because shahada means to bear witness, to testify something. How do I testify to something? If, if, any, if you get it right, I'm going to be very impressed. Abdul Salam. You say it with what? What do you say things with? So you say how you're meant to say it, like, like la ilaha illallah. Okay, I say la ilaha illallah, but how do I say it? So like, how do I say it? What do I say it with? Like you say it with your tongue. Okay, that's the first. That's one part of it. What do I? Ha what does? What does it have to be with? Where? What? Okay. Yes. Okay. What do I make my intention? In my? In your head. No. In your See, no. In your heart. So I need to believe what I'm going to say. So shahada is that you believe in your heart that there is nothing, no one. You believe there's no one. Nothing, no angel, no prophet, no person, no star, no moon is worthy of worship. Except Allah who created everything. Only Allah deserves to be worshipped. Tell me one form of worship. Tell me one form of worship. Salah. One form of worship. Huh? Say a different one. Reading Quran. One more. Abdul Salam. Dua. Dua. Huh? Hajj. Hajj. Yeah. Huh? Um. Umrah. <laughs> yes. Fasting. Fasting. Allahumma barik. Yes, young lady. Huh? Zikr. Okay. Uh, well done. Well done. Yusuf and you both get a lolly. MashaAllah. Tabarakallah. That's three. Three, two. Inshallah, please, if you can do that. If you can do that, give him it, please. Concentrate on the lesson, not on the lollies. So all of your worship, all of it has to be for? For who? For Allah. That's what la ilaha illallah means. That's what la ilaha illallah means. Boys? What happens if you say la ilaha illallah with your tongue, but you don't believe it in your heart? Will this be accepted from you? Yes. 
Think about it. Think about it. So somebody says La ilaha illallah with their tongue, but their heart is not believing in what they say. Yusuf? Huh? Would it be accepted? No. Would it be accepted? No. Would it be accepted? Do we have anybody that says it would be accepted from you? No. Do we have anybody? Anas, would it be accepted? No. Saying la ilaha illallah with your tongue and not believing it in your heart is not, it's not enough with Allah. Allah will not accept it from you. So this is our first part of the shahada. What is the next part of the shahada? What is the next part of the shahada? Girls, what's the next part of the shahada? Sit down. Huh? What is the next part of the shahada? So la ilaha illallah is the first part. The second part is what? Yes, young man. Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. In this hadith, the narrator tells us the Prophet said that Muhammad is the servant and messenger of Allah. But what does that mean? That Muhammad is the servant of Allah. What does it mean? Okay, put your hands down, inshallah. I'll not ask. Why, if you look at it, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told this Prophet وسلم, to say that Muhammad is the servant of Allah and his messenger. Why? Abdul Salam. Because he's a human and a messenger of Allah. Excellent. Add on something, yes. Allahumma barik. That's amazing answer. Do you have anything to add on Anas? Yes and no. Not the answer I'm looking for. So Abdul Salam and Yahya said something beautiful. In summary, they said that Allah is telling us that even though the Prophet ﷺ has a high status and is beloved to Allah, but he is still a servant of Allah. And that Allah is the one that deserves to be worshipped. Can we make dua to the Prophet ﷺ? No, no, two. Can we ask something from the Prophet ﷺ? Why? Why? Abdul Salam, I'm going to come to you. Allah is the sustainer. Yusuf. Okay. Can the Prophet ﷺ hear us? Can the Prophet ﷺ hear our dua? Can the Prophet ﷺ hear our dua? No. The Prophet ﷺ cannot hear our dua. Can the Prophet ﷺ give us something that we need? Huh? Who can give it to us? Who said that? 
Say it again. Allah. Only Allah. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give us our needs. This is Islam. That we turn to our needs, whatever it may be, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second, uh, the second part, وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ The messenger of Allah. What does a messenger do? What does a messenger do? Yusuf. No, what does a messenger do? Not the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What does a messenger do? Spreads the word. Spreads what word? Spreads his own word or the message that he's been sent with? Okay, that's it. I'm going to try to give a modern example. It's okay, it's okay. A messenger is someone who brings a message from one person to another. But when we say regarding the Prophet wasallam, he is the messenger of Allah, it means that he is bringing you the message of Islam. From Allah to who? To who? To who? To who? To all of us. Only Kurdish people? Huh? Huh? Like who? Okay, entire world. Does it matter where you're from? No. Does it matter how old you are? No. Does it matter how rich or poor you are? No. So Islam is for everybody. Everyone. At all times and all places. What about if you're a man and you're a woman? Does it, does it mean it's only for men and it's not for women? Huh? It's for everyone. No, it's for everyone. We don't say 50-50. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. So this is, this is what the Prophet ﷺ came with. Islam. For everyone. At all times. At all places. Whether we're in England or in Saudi Arabia or somewhere in Europe or somewhere in Africa or Asia. It doesn't matter. Islam is for all of us. Okay? Now, we need to ask ourselves, what does, what does it mean when we say that the Prophet ﷺ is the messenger of Allah? We know his mission, but what does it mean? I want to ask some questions. I want to ask questions, and then through that questions, you guys can answer, answer it and understand it. Does it mean that we say the Prophet ﷺ is the messenger of Allah? But if he tells us something, we do the opposite. Is that, is that, really, is that really giving him his right? Huh? Omar? Abdurrahman Afan? Huh? No. So what should we do when the Prophet tells us to do something? What should we do? What should we do? We should do it. Excellent. What should we do if he tells us not to do something? For example, stealing. The Prophet told us and Allah told us not to steal. What do we do? Not steal. Not steal. Not steal. What if someone is, if no one is looking? Can you steal? No. Huh? 
Excellent. Excellent. Because who's always watching you? Allah. Huh? Allah's always watching you. Okay. How do we worship Allah? Wait, wait, wait. Do we worship Allah the way we think we should worship Allah? Or how we see everybody else doing it? Or is there a specific way of worshipping Allah? Girls. I feel like there's only one person taking part in this. Absalam. How do we worship Allah? Straight to the answer. Exactly. How he taught them. Any, anybody else disagree? Do you disagree with that? We should worship Allah only the way the Prophet showed us. Huh? Do you disagree with that? I want to give you an example. And you guys tell me if this is accepted by Allah or not. How many rakats did we just, just pray for Asr? How many rakats did we pray? How many? Uh, four. four. Okay. If I did more than four, let's say I did five. I did more worship. Is that a good thing or not? No. Huh? No. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's understand this. Is doing more worship a good thing or a bad thing? A, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. A good thing. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Wait. If I did five or six rakahs of prayer, would this be accepted by Allah? Huh? Sam? No. Why? Because he gave a set of rakahs for us to do. So make this as a rule in your life. Whatever worship you do, for it to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it has to have two things. What did we discuss last week? Your, you have to have ikhlas, ikhlas for Allah. And the second part of it has to be in accordance to who? Who did it? Who has to have done it? Who? Who? No, who has? So when we do our salah, who do we have to imitate? Who do we have to do it like? You're taking too long, Abdurrahman. Yusuf. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So when you do your salah of Asr, you have to pray for. First, you prayed for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The second part is that it has to be in accordance with exactly like the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Kids, concentrate. Adults, don't put yourself in a line of fire, please. I will ask questions. Don't put yourselves in trouble. My questions are... Rahimakumullah. Uh, may Allah have mercy on you. So can anybody explain to me what I just said? Abdul Salam, quickly, in two words. What does my intention have to be? For who? Who does my actions have to be like? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What does my intention have to be? Who does it have to be for? Who does it have to be for? And 
my actions have to be like whose actions? When I do my prayer, like the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So this is the first part of your shahada. Now, if somebody says they believe it in their heart and they say it with their tongue, "Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh," is he a Muslim? Think about it. Think about it. Is he a Muslim? Yes. Is he a Muslim? Hewer? Yes. Hener? Yes. No. What does he have to do? He has to go to the imam. What? No, no, he doesn't have to go to the imam. What if there's no imam? He lives in a place there's no imam. Who does he go to? We haven't said what, is, what he has to do next. We're saying if he says, is the servant and the messenger of Allah. Is he a Muslim or not? Absalam. He is a Muslim. Okay, he's a Muslim. Is he a Muslim? Yes. Yusuf? Sam? Excellent. All of you got it right. All of you got it right. Put your hands on. Next question is yours. Don't worry. He is a Muslim. He is a Muslim and he has entered Islam. And we treat him as a Muslim. What's the next pillar of Islam? After the Shahada, what's the next thing? What's the next? Put your hands down. This is, this is Yahya's question. What did we just do? Uh, Prayer, Salah. Salah. That's the next pillar of Islam. How many, oblig how many prayers do we have to pray as a Muslim? Come on, come on, everyone. Young lady. Five times a day. Tell me one of the prayers. One of the prayers. Yes, you. Asr. Asr. Fajr. Huh? I didn't hear you. What did he say? Huh? Zohar. So that's three. That's two more remaining. Yes. Isha. One more. One more. Yahya. We already mentioned Zohar. Yes. Maghrib. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not make things difficult. Let's not make things difficult for, the, uh, uh, for everyone. So we pray five daily prayers. Now put your hands up if you are someone who's trying hard to pray your five daily prayers. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Are you? Well done. All of you, mashallah, look, put your hands down. All of you are intelligent capable and are well able to do your five daily prayers all of you mashallah tabarakallah i feel like i'm speaking to adults not young children not young men because of the answers that i'm getting it shows allahumma barik how intelligent you are how much you think about it before you speak and how much you already know and I feel like next time we need to make the lesson a little bit harder because I feel like all of you are understanding everything. Okay? So the prayer, we have to pray five times a day for men, no women. Correct? No. no. Huh? Exactly. Men and women. Everybody. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't. 
Don't worry, don't leave that. Don't worry, leave that. The next thing we have to do, the next pillar of Islam, so we said the first one is the shahadatain. The second one is the prayer. What is the third one? No, no, no. Which once a year? Once a year. Huh? Zakah. What is zakah? Yes. What is zakah? If you get it wrong, you're not getting a lolly. Yes. Yes. What do you mean make charity? What does that mean? Like zakat means you give charity? Close. You get half a lolly then. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Almsgiving. That's a very good translation of it. Alms. But it's not exactly the same. It's what, what, how do I give zakah? Can, can anybody tell me how to give zakah? Yes. Give 0.20. Allahu Akbar. That's a lot. No, no, that's a lot. 20% is a woof. <sighs> that's higher than a VAT than what we're paying in this country. No, no. How do I, gi how do I give zakah? No, no, half a lolly for you. Yes. Uh, no, mm, not quite. Yes, no, Yusuf. From what? What do I give it from? What do I give it from? Abdussalam. Stop at your wealth. Stop at your wealth. You had it at your wealth. Put your hands down. Listen. Zakah is what you take out. And how much do I take out? Just can anybody tell me how much is it? Anas, I'm coming to you. How much is it? No, not 5%. That's too much. 2.5%. So out of every 100 things that I have, Generally, generally, I take out two and a half of it. So if I, not, let's say I have 600 pounds or I have a thousand pounds, I will take out 2.5% of that 1,000 pounds. That's all it is. And it's, it's what you take out from what you have kept for one year. So let's say if I have 10,000 pounds, and I have it for 10 months of the year. Do I pay zakat on that or not? Anas? Why? For the whole year. And which, which calculation are we using? Are we using the, I don't like saying this, the January, February calculation? Are we using the Hijri month? Which one are we using? Huh? Why Hijri? Why? No, because this is the calendar of the Muslims. This is the calendar of the Muslims. So zakah is what you pay of what you have of wealth that is over a certain boundary for a whole year. Not what you've kept for 10 months or 11 or 5 months. A whole year has to pass. Okay? So that's our next pillar of Islam. Have any of you ever paid zakah? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, no. I don't think any of you have paid zakah. But what you should say is when you go home, ask your parents, have we paid zakah? Ask them how did they pay zakah and where did they pay their zakah to? It makes you understand 
It makes you understand. It makes you understand what they use it for. Young man. The next pillar that we have, which is the fourth pillar, what is it? Before song. Hajj. Hajj. Where's Hajj? Where is Hajj? Where is Hajj? Where is Hajj? Isa, where's Hajj? Where do we do Hajj? Huh? Mecca. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. How do I. Can I. What time of the year do I do Hajj? What time of the year? And how many times in a year can I do Hajj? Yusuf. Huh? I can't hear you, Yusuf. Honestly, I think your batteries are loaded today. Put your hands, put your voice up. I can't hear you, honestly. I need time, Allahumma barak. This is, you're making things easy. Once, what month of the year? What month of the year can I do Hajj? Yes, young lady. Dhul Hijjah. Did you know that by yourself or did someone tell you? You did? You're getting, you're getting a lolly, inshallah. Okay, let's ask someone. What month, what number of, in category, in, in, in order, what month is Dhul Hijjah? What month is it? You are not getting any lolly today. <laughs> Sam? No, 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 no. Young lady, what month is it? Is it the first or is it the last? The twelfth. It's the last month of the Islamic calendar. It's the last month of the Islamic calendar. Look, we need to learn this. It's really important because all of our worship that we do in Islam for Hajj, for Ramadan, for Zakah, they're all connected to the Islamic calendar. Okay? The last one that we do, the last pillar of Islam is... No, 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 put your hands down, put your hands down. Ramadan. What is fasting? How, how do I fast? I don't know how to fast. How do I fast? Hewer. Down. Huh? Don't eat food. Can I have a sip of, sip of water? No. Lick of lolly? No. You guys are making things difficult. When, what time from what time? What time from what time? No, no, no. Oh, 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 it doesn't work with me. Danny, what time? What's Fajr to Maghrib? What is Fajr to Maghrib? Is it sunrise to sunset? Huh? Who said no? Did you say no? No, it was you, 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 yeah, you. You said no. Keep your no, keep your no. Sunrise to sunset, right? Ah, mashallah, tabarakallah. None of you are have fasted. If you, no. I'll tell you why. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. If you're eating from sunrise, if you're not eating and not drinking from sunrise to sunset, then that's incorrect. Because that's after Fajr. So it needs to be from the beginning of Fajr 
all the way to sunset, not sunrise to sunset. The one who fasts or thinks they are fasting from sunrise to sunset has not fasted. This is not accepted by Allah. Is that clear? So it's from Fajr, beginning of Fajr, up till, up till where? Sunset, Maghrib. Yes, yes, Abdurrahman. Before Fajr. I hope your father is not telling you after Fajr. I hope your father is not telling you. Okay. Yes, young man. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. That's a good way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it. Not sunrise. People say that and it is incorrect. I've heard this on TV. People who are speaking about Islam. Muslims saying fasting is from sunrise to sunset. Allahi, I say to this person, have you, have you fasted? Have you understood fasting? Allahumustan. So this is our last pillar of Islam. I want someone in order, in order, who has not participated to say to us what, how many pillars did we discuss and what were they? Yes, Anas, no, no, you've participated. Yes, young man. Five pillars. Can you name them for me? The first one. Shahada. And if I say the Shahada, am I a Muslim or not? You're a Muslim. What's the next one? Huh? Prayer. Excellent. What's the next one? What's the next one? Before Hajj. Huh? Zakah. And then after Zakah? Hajj. And then after that, last one? Psalm. Fasting. Do we all know it? Do we all know it? Psalm. What? What's the first pillar? Shahada. What's the first pillar? What's the first pillar? You. Yeah, Shahada. Well done. And you? Shahada. Shahada. Oh, mashallah. Shahada. Now, I wanted to keep this for next week, but how long have you been going? 45 minutes. I think this is yani, enough. I wanted to keep this for next week. Make it a surprise, but I think, inshallah, since you've worked really hard, we're going to do, or I'm going to tell you what we want to do next week. I want to ask you, all of you, to think about this before you say anything. When you pray, and we discuss the prayer, it has to be like the prayer of the Prophet Have you ever wondered how the Prophet prayed exactly? Have you ever wanted your prayer to be like the prayer of the Prophet Put your hands up if you want to be, if you want to pray exactly like the, the way of the Prophet Put your hands up if you want. Yeah? Now, what do you guys think next week we discuss the actions of the prayer of how the Prophet ﷺ prayed. Would you guys be happy with that? So we go through with action, step by step, from beginning to end of how to pray like the Prophet ﷺ. Wouldn't that be amazing? Someone from Newcastle knows how to pray like the Prophet ﷺ. 1,440 years after the the hijrah, we are still able to pray like our Prophet Even though we are on an island far away from where Islam came from, 
we are still able to do that. Isn't this amazing that we are able to do that? Huh? Yes, and inshallah, we'll start with the wudu of how to begin before the prayer, of how to make it like the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And all of us, inshallah, will leave knowing as a general of how to do it correctly. And inshallah, we can teach our siblings. And inshallah, we can teach other friends that we have in school or family friends that come to visit. Inshallah, we can teach them as well. Did you understand? Huh? What's your name? No, not you. <laughs> Very end. Yes, you, you. Yes, you. Huh? Okay, before Yusuf, what's your name? Yes. Huh? Sako, mashallah, tabarakallah. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. Did you understand, Sako? What about you, Abdurrahman? Did you understand what we discussed today? Did you understand, Sam? Did you understand, young man? Huh? What's, what's the first pillar of Islam? We'll come to you. Don't be shy. It's okay. Shahada. Did, did Allah put this in your heart or did somebody whisper it to you? Well done. What's the next pillar of Islam? Don't be shy. So we said the first one is Shahada. The next one is... No, no, I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you. I'm asking this young man. Muhammad Amin, correct? You. Huh? Anas, Afwan. What's the next pillar of Islam after Shahada? Put your hands down. Put your hands down. The prayer. Well done. What was the third one? Just, la just recapping. Yeah, correct. What's the one after Zakah? Me. Yeah, you're going to get a half a lolly if you get it wrong. Uh, okay, <laughs> mashallah. You can have your half a lolly. Sam, what's the last one? Uh, fasting. Fasting. So, inshallah, we'll leave it at that. Do we have any questions before we end the session? Do the girls have any question? Do you have any question? Yes. Do you know how you say Ashhadu anna Muhammadan abdu wa rasulu? Yeah. What does it mean in your mind? If you don't believe it, then you're not a Muslim. If you believe what you're saying, then you're a Muslim. For example, sorry. For example, what's your brother's name? Muhammad. Where, where is he? Yeah. Okay, do you have another brother other than Muhammad? No. Sister? Yeah. Okay, what's, what's her name? Aya. Aya. If I said Aya, I bear witness that Aya is in this room. Am I being truthful? Is she here? No. Where is she? In the girls' room. In the girls' room. So she's on the girls' side. Yeah. So when you're saying something, you believe it in your heart and you know it to be true. Okay? That's what shahada means. Is that you believe in your heart and you say it with your tongue. Like your father. Your father's name is Karwan. Yeah. Can anybody tell you otherwise? Like his name is Abdullah. Would you believe that? No. But you know his name is Karwan. Like that. This is what testimony is, that you believe it in your heart and you say it with your tongue. Next, Sam. Um, can we like ask questions, not a 
Yeah, sure. No, no, let him, let him ask, let him ask, mashallah. Is, is, is your question Halloween halal or haram? Is that what you want to know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mashallah. Okay. Look. It doesn't matter who says what or where they're from or what degree and title that they hold. Our religion is based upon what Allah has commanded us and what the Prophet ﷺ told us. From, our, from what we discussed is that we do things in the religion like the Prophet ﷺ told us. And, I, and I'll explain why I'm saying that. In Islam, we have two days of celebration. What are they? What are these two days of celebration? Eid what? What's of, what's, fi, huh? Eid what? Fitr. We do it after Ramadan. And the next one is what? Yes, Anas? Eid al-Adha. When do we do Eid al-Adha? Huh? When do we do Eid al-Adha? Yes. After what? After, after Ramadan? After, huh? After, after what? After Allahumma barik. Wallahi, I don't know what Eid you're celebrating. <laughs> after two months of what? what do we, when do we celebrate Eid al-Adha? When do we celebrate it? Yes, young lady. To a tenth of the Hijjah. May Allah forgive you. May Allah forgive you, Umar. Ah, yeah, Abdurrahman Afan, sorry. May Allah forgive you. Say, Ameen. Ameen. <laughs> Put your hands down. Look, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for us two days of celebration. When the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went to Medina, the people of Medina, who had recently became Muslim, they were celebrating a day other than these two days. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, what is it that you're doing? They said this is a day before Islam we used to celebrate, we used to do Eid. The Prophet ﷺ told them, Allah has changed this for you and gave you two days that are better for you. Al-Fitr and Adha. This is the celebration of the Muslims. It doesn't matter what celebration they bring, Halloween, Valentine's Day, um, Christmas, Guy Fawkes, whatever it may be, it has nothing to do with our religion. And we don't celebrate it. And we stay away from it. Okay? And we say it is haram and we do not participate in it. Even if other Muslim families are doing it, we don't do it. Even if other people are telling us it's okay, we know it's not okay. Because Allah gave us two days that are better than everything else that the people can come up with. People do Halloween here. When you go to Mexico, other parts of the world, they have different celebrations. I think they have a day called the Day of the Dead or something like that. Yeah? So... What, what does that mean? Does that mean we celebrate with them? No. Or if you go somewhere else, we, in Kyrgyzstan, people have no rose. Does that mean we celebrate? No, we don't celebrate that. Allah has given us a, two days that are better for us than everything else. Better than Independence Day, better than National Day, better than this day and that day. It is the day of the two Eids that Allah has given us. Yes. Does that, does that answer your question? Barakallahu feek. I like your question. I do. Wallah, I appreciate that. Um, come on, one more question. Yes, young man. Um, where were the girls? Where are the girls? Yes. The girls section. Yes. yes. Do you want to do you want to go sit with the girls? No. All right. Oh, you scared me. You scared me. I just need no. Okay.
scared me. I thought you were going to ask to go sit with the girls. Abdul Salam. Okay, are you allowed to celebrate a graduation party? Differentiate between what the disbelievers do and what is permissible in Islam. You are allowed to celebrate and inshallah Allah knows best, but not the celebration that they are doing. You are allowed to, for example, for example, you've graduated, let's say, from a university, and an Islamic university, and you come home. And we, the people of the masjid, we cook food and we're happy that you've came home and you've graduated from an Islamic university and you're going to be giving and you're going to be giving da'wah to the people. That sort of celebration, there's nothing, no harm in it. And in, in the Arabic language, they call it takreem, like to honor you. Do you see the difference? Like we, we celebrate as a community for what you have achieved. But not that you put on some sort of funny clothing and you wear a funny hat and you pay three, four hundred pounds and just take a picture to throw it up in the air. This is not from Islam. And you have free mixing and music and men and women shaking hands. This is not nothing to do with Islam. And this is not permissible. But however, to honor you, to give you something, to do something, to make you happy, we're allowed to do that. But not like how the disbelievers do it. Okay? Any last question? No more questions after this. Anyone? <sighs> okay. All right. Ya Allah. Bismillah. Huh? Why, would, why do we need to eat lollipops? You don't need to eat lollipops. This is just, <laughs> this is just a way of rewarding you to say, well done, you have done well. Boys, we're not finished. This is just to reward you to say that you have done well and this is your treat. Okay? Inshallah, we'll leave it at that. Barakallahu feekum. Wa jazakumallahu khairan for remaining patient. Do the girls have any question? Allah, may Allah forgive them. I feel like there's just one person. Inshallah, we'll leave it at that. And Jazakumullah khairan for being patient with me. And Inshallah, we'll carry on next week to learn how to pray like the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prayed. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa tubi